Live Jackie and Lori. Yeah, we're at the stand in New York City uh, on 16th and uh, Union Square East, right? And it's a uh, it's a beautiful club. We're at the top room uh, in like a glass cube. I feel sure. like standing, standing room, room only. only. Um, <laughs> Is anyone standing? It's, no, no, but. <laughs> It seems like people found a seat. Oh my God! It's it's there's just ten thousand people here, Lori. How did we do it? We made like Kilgariff level quality. Oh my! Uh, my favorite murder money. Yeah, yeah, we're making my favorite murder. You guys, back get involved. Max fun Patreon. Do it all. Throw yeah. us cash. Um, Anything? No. All, all right. right. We, you can't ask for money in the first minute of a podcast. It's watch me. <laughs> So, um, so you're okay with this table? I feel like, what if we sat like a uh, 92nd Street Y in front of the table uh, style? Or is I'm that, unfam- or is that, is that the I'm bottoms unfamiliar of with shoes? your New York references. Oh my God. All right. Is that, uh, is that the YMCA on 92nd Street? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's just sit on other sides of the shirt. This will be fine. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, right. so tell me, what's, uh, I, so, I'm still traumatized. Oh, you go ahead. I, I, my son what and I, happened? okay, first this show is going to be at 9 p.m., right? Right. So I was like, hey, I'm going to take my son to New York City with me for the weekend. We're going to go see To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. And uh, then I'll have a, a little time oh, to right. decompress was, before the nine o'clock show. And then we got bumped down to six because there's like a, a, there's a private party, a um, more profitable <laughs> enterprise. <laughs> Maybe a three comma person. I'm a business person. I get it. Uh, I'm not a business person, but that's how I would, that's why I, okay, anyway. So, uh, so I, we came here right from a play where I was crying and, uh, and I've only since I, have you seen the version with Anne Frank? I, to kill a mockingbird, not. it's amazing. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, anyway, it's, I'm a little uh, verklempt, I guess. Sure, but uh, uh, yeah. So that's that's that. And then to like uh, go, oh, okay, comedy right away. And uh, and I'm only I've only been working on these two bits that I did towards the end of my set. That's all I've been kind of concentrating on for two weeks. Yeah, those are great, by the way. Uh, ish. I they loved. Have, I love this potential. This, this crowd work. Yeah, they they're definitely potential. Okay. Uh, uh, no, but, they're not. Done. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but what it was like, oh, let me just do. So I did some other stuff that works, but I'm like, oh, this stuff. <laughs> right, right. The old stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. What I have to say is I got here yesterday and um, I had, I was like, I want to do a Lori Kilmartin, New York City, a yeah. thousand sets in an evening. Yeah. Uh, you're dumb. <laughs> Wow. You're How long have smart. you been sitting on that line, said, that well, anger? I'm going to write it down. I think it's important. Me. You're dumb. I'm writing it down. <laughs> anyway. You spelled your right. <laughs> uh, uh, just Y-E-R. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, no, a seven set. It was amazing. And each one of them paid, make a note, Los Angeles comedy clubs. Now, uh, it was, well, it was no, lovely. What did they pay? They all paid at least uh, fifty to eight, eighty bucks. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and your stuff was all walking distance from me, so you didn't have no. any cab fare, right? 
No, I had cab fare because oh, okay. I was. It was four sets here at the yeah. stand, and three sets at the New York Comedy Club, which uh, is about a mile and a half away. Okay, and right. some of them were tight. Yeah. So I walked to the first one, and I uh, by the end of the night, my head was spinning because yeah. let me tell you something. It was seven sets, and they were all ten to fifteen minute sets. And so by the third one, I was like, "Well, what? What have I? What am I working on?" And I couldn't remember what I was working on. I the two of the sets at the I did three sets at New York Comedy Club. One at the twenty uh, the the one on twenty fourth and one yeah, on and East then fourth. two yeah. on East Fourth. Okay, and um, the East Fourth ones were both closing sets right after the check drop, mm-hmm. and um, so they were tired, drunk, yeah, shouty, yeah, dumb, yeah, interesting. Uh, so I by so the first one I was like oh things have been going so well and then I did that set and things were not going well mm. and then because it's more of a chore yeah and then so the second one I just went to the vault and just uh, ended up doing so I like I did the old tantric sex closer which isn't that old but it's fine and yeah. it's but I didn't want I wanted to work on like I had an ambition yesterday that I was going to do seven different 15 minute sets. What? You are out of your mind. Who's dumb now, bitch? You are. <laughs> You're dumb. You're dumb. You do the same fucking set so you don't lose your mind. Okay. Because you're going from room to room. You're doing the uh, doing shows in the same room. Like if you're doing five, four shows here, you did two downstairs and two upstairs. Yep. You, your brain can't, you can't switch no, it up like you're that. You're right. You have to make a set. Before the night starts and you go, I'm committing to this with minor variations if you want them. And right. you have, give yourself a little room to play. But that's the thing you commit to so you don't go crazy. No warning of this last week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we all have to learn on our own. Yes, it's such at the learning curve. Plus, a, a weekend crowd in, in New York isn't as... Uh, sometimes they're like first-time comedy club goers. Oh, and so okay. they're not savvy, you know? So sometimes the stuff you think is like your smartest stuff isn't going to kill as hard as like some of your dumb Right, and I was following stuff. just a parade of people talking about paper straws. I don't know if you guys know this. There's a lot of rage. <laughs> Because they disintegrate. That was the punchline of three of the fucking paper straw oh, really? jokes. Well, I was like, it's funny because it's true. Um, yes, and I have this to say to all three of those people. Keep writing. Uh, oh, my God. What an I'm asshole. Wanna fuck, yeah, wanna we're twist. all in our processes, Jackie. I know. Okay. And they were. They were writing. It's true. <laughs> but it was so weird because I could tell also that one of the interesting things about doing all of these sets in a row and sort of, and I didn't get to see a lot of stand-up because I was running around, mm-hmm. but... Um, that uh, there wasn't a lot of sort of real serious topics or um, not political, but even sociopolitical people, people were keeping it to paper straws and the subway and, and well, yeah, like yeah. it's weekend and it's their short okay. sets, right? Yeah. So you well, have, ten, you, ten, you fifteen. Have not much time to connect with a crowd and they may not be that smart. So you, <laughs> you guys are the great exception. <laughs> Right, because it's a yeah, Saturday so, early. Uh, <laughs> these are all people know. who know that they're going to want to lie down later. Uh, you, guys, you guys will have seen a show in Manhattan by 7.30 p.m. Right, tonight. You right. have completed a show in Manhattan. Exactly. That's pretty amazing. Well done, guys. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it. Um, but it was interesting that nobody was doing. Um, yeah, and 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 I could tell that that, that it would not have been well received. You know? Right. Right. Even like by that by that fifth set, I was like, all right, well, I'll just do my dick jokes, and I have four dick jokes. Yeah. And they're all relatively convoluted. They aren't just, hey, look at dicks. It's. Uh, yeah, you, 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 tried to, you tried to add a little a little a uh, little frosting to that cake, right? Uh, that's what he said. What? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bam. I apologize. No, you're right. Keep writing. You're right. Keep writing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you do any sets in LA before you got on the airplane last yeah, night? Yeah, I did a few. I did of course. Some, I, I had uh, on Thursday. I was at the Ice House and the Zephyr. Oh, really? And, uh, my phone. I dropped my phone on its on it's a key part so now yeah. it's dead so uh i had to uh navigate through los angeles without a gps and <laughs> oh. it's terrifying uh right. Like, right. i couldn't find the zephyr and it's like such an easy place to find uh but uh so i did uh i did the ice trans- house main room main room ice house yeah okay uh, so i did that chunk there and it worked okay and uh, i think the ice house is is a it's a place to go when a joke's finished. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a place for jokes in their infancy. Uh, um, and then the Zephyr was like, great. It was, you know, it's just people that are sort of zoned in on a topic. They're like already there with you, you know? Uh, okay. There's, it's weird how much explain, like how much explaining you have to do of with some premises. And it just turns into lots of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of setup. Yeah, a lot of setup. So setup. And then you're like, are, is anyone interested? Are they listening? By the time or? you get there, you're just like, well, that was an interesting tale. Here's a punchline. You just described right. my career, I think. Right. <laughs> it's uh, Well, it's weird. Okay, so there's this one uh, joke I did tonight about... Uh, about um, oh, I don't want to do the joke, though. Being a woman. Yeah, something about that, about <laughs> certain She's women ha- wearing, looking great, having a lot of yeah. makeup on and all that kind of stuff. And in some ro- some rooms, that gets a laugh instantly. And I'm like, oh, they know they're around women. Right. <laughs> and then other rooms, it's like, uh-huh. And it, it's weird. It, it's uh, So I'm like, okay, this isn't an, it, this is an automatic knowledge for everybody. So I can't it's not there assume yet. that. And yeah. uh, either I have to explain it. Which is, ex- or I have to explain it in joke form. That's all. I feel like I'm in, I'm in an information gathering uh, part of certain <laughs> bits. Like, uh, okay, so this part is not universally known, and I can't count on it to get a laugh. And this part seems to be uh, tracking okay. Well, that the gender bit that I'm doing, where I say that there's more genders, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Salt Lake City, two weeks ago, people were like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> She, her, right. everyone's a she, her, yes. and a he, him. What do you mean? It's a, and then I was like explaining, and then they were like, oh, oh, I think I did hear. It's like, oh, I heard about that on TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think if you're, if you're a coastal comic, which, or coast, a larger industry that's not in the middle of the nicest people with a hundred pounds of grain in their garage. It's, uh, <laughs> you, you're assuming a knowledge that, or a, or a comfort level with a topic that they yeah. may not have. And then it's like, well, how, how much do I want to explain this before it's, right, it's boring right. to everybody? <laughs> right. Like my hundred pounds of grain joke killed in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Here in New York City, people are like, what is that? <laughs> 
Oh, I think that's that Mormon thing. Yes. <laughs> you guys, processing. We're all just... Pro- I mean, that's the thing is when you have to help the help the audience process uh, yeah. the topic, it can eat up valuable uh, yucks. It can eat up uh, a joke uh, laughter time. Well, yeah. Then they start going when I... And I felt this kind of with you guys like, oh, what's happening to her? <laughs> but I, I, I don't know because I... Uh, I, I didn't want to do too much new stuff in front of a, you know, people took a train here from Pennsylvania. And <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, people I, took a train. You got to hear the classics. But then well, you also have an album coming out. So, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. And here's the, um, a friend of mine, a, a writer on Conan, his, a friend of ours also recorded an album a year ago and he hasn't listened to it yet. So I'm like, oh, the, that can't be me. And that could be me. I could see that totally being me just sitting on it for years and never releasing but digitizing a hundred vhs's (laughs) you did that i know that material is so far back it's like it's it's just seeing old video of yourself it's it's either charming or cringe inducing but uh what do you just just... gotta bite the bullet and listen you yeah but you said you were gonna give yourself a month yeah it's been a month almost exactly son of a bitch would you hey no no, um are you mad at me i yeah yeah, because okay. here's what because you're leaving money on the table here. Because uh, the thing is, you got to get it out because yeah. uh, if you there's that window of material that if you don't listen to it, you're like, oh, this is all broken. I'm just going to re-record. Yeah, and right. you don't want that. Right, right. Which is why I listen immediately and live to regret after it's been published. <laughs> <laughs> Because I did just listen to all of my published works, which was brutal. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was like, many of those have great punchlines that will never, <laughs> that will never see the light of day. Well, you could do them like a, on a, a late a night late set night or something. Set. Yeah, yeah, I could. Um, and then I got this email. I got very depressed about comedy this week. Like, um, so I, I, I'm not going to say. You have two new great bits. You really shouldn't. Because those, by the way, those are great. And I wanted to say some of your stuff, I forget how good you are at crowd work. Oh. Where it's, uh, I mean, it's. It isn't nice, right? <laughs> anyway, Sonal, she's fine. Look at her; she's still here. <laughs> yeah, she still has a dog. It's all right. So, um, but the uh, but I but I've seen you work with like because whenever like last night somebody talked during one of my sets and I yeah. was like, yeah, you're gonna have to shut up now. And then <laughs> the audience laughed and I said, yeah, that's me doing crowd work. And uh, <laughs> and look, and I was happy because I have I have thirty jokes that I need to tell and I was given twelve minutes. Sure, twice sure, last sure. Night. So you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You got to race through that material and I, not enjoy it. You have the it. rest of your lives to laugh. <laughs> I, I welcome an interruption, uh, unless it's right on a punchline. <laughs> even if it's in between, if I can deviate and figure out a way to come back, it's fine. But here's my point. So I get this. I, I'm not uh, artistically uh, disappointed in comedy, but business-wise. So yeah. I, I got an email or... Uh, I was told <laughs> from uh, somebody who's, you know, booking and me. And didn't they clip the email and send you a, a copy of the... Well, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Let me just tell the story, Jackie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're in the making things worse part of your life right now. Um... <laughs> you are not wrong. So You are correct. So I worked this club, and the, the club owner owns like three or four other clubs, right, all over the country. And so the club I worked, I didn't sell enough tickets at, apparently. So now I can't work that club again, or I can't go to these other four clubs that are 
in very different parts of the country. And the option was to work like a, a lower, lesser room and um, just do, you know, fill it myself. Like mm-hmm. across the country in then the you south, might, you might as well just but, do theaters. Then. But the phrasing was, if Lori she wants to bet on herself <laughs> and like come to this room with no money guarantee, and um, it enraged me uh, for several reasons. Like I, I feel like I bet on myself every time I get up on stage. Like every comic, like that's when we are taking all of the risk, right? And uh, I bet yeah. on myself when I try yeah. new jokes, and I, yeah, so. Sure. That's right. That's where we take all the risks. The thing is, is, is I would never bet that I could fill a room in in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, based Northern on my twi- Florida or ba- yeah. based on my Twitter account, like no, I'm the, I wouldn't bet on myself for that. And, right. and uh, what I hope is that a club is like, hey, that's okay. We we uh, have a club there, and we have people there, so we sort of know how to get people in our room. Right. Like I, I think it's entire a, a bit model. of a partnership, right? Yeah. And so it it just bothered me where it was just like, well, if she really believes in herself, she'll come out here for no money and see what she can do. And it's right. like I. I believe in myself as I'm working on these jokes. That's what I believe in. I don't believe I have the same reach as Stormy Daniels or Jeremy Piven or whatever fucking YouTuber you're going to bring into your comedy club instead because they can get people in by non-stand-up comedy methods. Right. And this is, I mean, and this is a common problem with all of the youth coming up all the like next generation or two of comics right where they're like they can't get into the clubs you know there's there's a handful of new comics who can get into the clubs right but there's also so many comics who because that is the model they're like which is a model that was has been broken a couple of times yeah by the the new generation of people just doing these small theaters and also like um janine groffalo and david cross and and Patton Oswald when they started and Greg Barron and all those guys when they kind of like created their own thing in like LA. The comedians, oh, yeah. Yeah, thing? yeah. Yeah. In the mid nineties, you know, like yeah. they wanted out of, uh, you know, the, they couldn't the get road. into the club. So right. they're like, well, let's take this weird supper club. Right. Right. And do stand up comedy. And it was, I mean, and there were, a, and, and that's what started all of those. I mean, New York has a thousand of those mm-hmm. little bars and coffee shops and, and hat stores and fucking whatever, <laughs> you know, and, and, no, I've done, I've done one. I've done in two different hat stores. There's I've, multiple hat stores in multiple Los Angeles. Multiple hat stores, you guys. The hat yeah. business turns out lucrative enough to have stand up, <laughs> 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 like laundromats and um, you sure, know. sure, sure, sure. But uh, but do, like, you remember that article that also came out recently about how in Vulture about how uh, we all wanted Kyle Canaan's. That's how we ended the last episode. We all what? We all want Kyle Canaan's career. Oh, it was a Pace magazine, oh, and I have a bookmark and I forgot to read it. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> Thank I you. Believe- You're so forgiving. <laughs> But I ran into Kinane mm-hmm. and I said, did you see that uh, article where it turns out I want your career? And he goes, why me? Why me under the bus? I don't feel like I'm doing that great. And why you don't know, like James? Really? And, yeah. Well, and wow. he, I'm sure he felt like, yeah. I mean, it'd be like someone saying to you, um, you don't feel like you're doing that great. 
And but from from the outside, oh, I know. Yeah, 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 you know, because yeah. from the outside we see Kyle Kinane and go, oh, that guy gets to work all the clubs. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, probably and, any club he wants to work. Right, right? but the yeah. but the but what he used to do and what he started doing was believing in himself, which is such a fucking cop out of any club owner to say that. But um, he believed in himself enough because he couldn't get into the clubs. Yeah, to go at like Bronger did it, Adomian did it. Um, uh, you know, Brandy Posey does it now. You yeah. know, Amy Miller does it. But they they go to these tiny little uh, sort of music venues. Doug Stanhope did it in the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. and um, and they just charge t- 10, 15 bucks a pop. And if you can get fifty people in, you can make five hundred dollars, and and then they're happy Jackie, with that. Do I have to do that too? I don't want to. No, I <laughs> like working in comedy clubs. Right. I like it when it's set up right. I don't want to work. I don't want to be I want a hotel. telling jokes around the band equipment. And <laughs> I, I like a comedy fucking club. They're arranged for comedy. Why do I have to go around that? Ugh. Right. Right, right. No, no, you're not. You're no. Because the reason they went around it was because they weren't allowed in it at all. Right. And we're a hundred years into this, and we're allowed in many of the clubs, but not into all of them. So you know, like there's a place in Philly called the Good Good something. Yeah. And Maria's done it, and a bunch of people have done it. And they're like, it is great. And I was like, fine, I'll go do the Good Good. <laughs> and then I looked into it, and it seats eighty people. And I was like. How would I get there? Where would I stay? Uh, how would I, you know, Flights I might be Philly able... from LA are expensive. Right. Philly's not cheap from Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I would end up using uh, all of my frequent flyer points. Can we have a moment of silence for my frequent flyer? Oh man, you lost a status. Yeah. I'm not going to make diamond next year. You guys. Yeah. This is actually quite devastating. Who knew I cared this much? I knew I cared, but I didn't know I cared literally quite as like outwardly I know it's absurd. Inwardly there's part of me like what? Uh literally I'm a tiny child inside, sad <laughs> that I will not get bumped up quite as much and I could do it. Here's what Doug Stanhope told me to do. He said, "Fly to Johannesburg." <laughs> <laughs> You get 18,000 MQMs if you fly to Johannesburg over a weekend. you'll have 10 weekend. DBTs. You'll have an aneurysm and a stroke on the way back. Yeah. I'm like, it costs, it, it die was, it's $907 round trip to Johannesburg. Really? Yeah. Judas. Right. Well, and I was like, and yet, uh, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> and the reason I don't want to is because every time I get on an airplane right now, I have taken up whimpering. That isn't anything. No one wants to see a grown up lady whimpering. Just like I fly three or four times a week. So, you know, I'm just like, eh, eh. yeah, it's like, a lot. You've been doing a ton of traveling. Right. And it's I mean, the thing is, is I'm grateful for the work and I want the work and I have never whimpered in, I mean, I've bitched, I've cried, I've been sad, I've been angry, I've been all the emotions. Uh, what I have not been is whimpering. It's a whole new level of, and I don't like it. Nobody should have to be any part of it. Are you, is it, you're just tired of traveling or is, traveling is awful, I am right? And, and being on a, fl- a plane is very uncomfortable now. Yeah. And is that it? Or is it, is it cumulative? It's decades of No, no, travel. it's just, it's just too much. Um, it's literally like this particular flight here mm-hmm. uh, was direct LAX to JFK. Uh, it was a two, five, two setup. With- I was in a two, luckily. Oh, the, the way, seating across. The seating across. Yeah, the, Jackie, the, you need to. I'm sorry. Unpack. Uh, All we, right. This is not so. a. It's not a two five two crowd. Okay. <laughs> I. 
And I mean, I'm not. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, on a larger airplane, the way the damn thing is set up is there's, a, you, so everyone knows. So I was, I was on a two. I'm not kidding. You, nobody needs that. So uh, I'm sitting next to a guy, and he's a big guy, and he keeps leading into me, and that's fine because he has the aisle, so he doesn't want to get his elbow jammed every time somebody walks by. So I get it. So I'm, I'm crowded, and I'm just, I'm, you know what? I feel, I get on a plane and I'm already dehydrated. I feel like I've already had all of the air sucked out of all of my cells. And I'm like, I need a glass of water. And, uh, you know, in first class, they give you a glass of water anytime you want. Oh, you were treated like by, you were in economy, treated like an economy passenger, and now you're upset. Is that, have I summed up this, this rant of yours? You might have nailed it. You might have nailed it there, sadly. <laughs> Uh, it's true. There's no justice. No. Uh, so, um, um, yeah, no. But the thing is, and then he got up to use the bathroom, but I didn't need to go to the bathroom then. But I thought, well, you should probably try to go to the bathroom like a child. Sure. Uh, because, yeah. uh, because he was up. It's a great story. I'm going to tell it three more times. Anyway, uh, the, uh, so then, but he sits down and 20 minutes later, I have to go to the bathroom and he sighed and I felt bad about it. Um, what? Oh, come on. I know. Fuck you. There's it's just the two of us. Yes. And there's a two, and it was a two and he waited for me to come back. I had, Irish, and I had done a two. I had, I, <laughs> you know which what? The story ended on shit, which <laughs> it makes it good. The it only, makes it the, worthwhile. The only reason I told you that, well, besides alliteration, was uh, <laughs> was that um, I, I'm a big fan of not because uh, remember that what, there was this woman one time at an airport. I think I told you the story where she came out. She came out of the bathroom and she said, "I'm so sorry, I had to poo." <laughs> In, a, in an airport toilet. I was like, this is the place. Oh, yeah. Please don't do People it anywhere. But come this here to poo. <laughs> yeah. They go through TSA to poo. And she was just sad that she had made a public restroom stinky. And I was like, uh, so, so, so. one of my favorite parenting things I ever saw was a woman with her tiny child. The kid, came, they came in and I, we were standing in line and the kid goes, it smells. It smells in here. And the mom goes, yeah, it's supposed to. And, uh, yeah. My fa- oh, that, that's I other- have uh, I have poo parenting stories. I'm not going to tell on a podcast. Oh, the, yeah. Nobody needs nobody. They're, they're hey, do horrific. you want to take a break uh, for Max Fun? Yeah. How much time right. have we done? Twenty five. Okay. Hi, I'm Renee Colvert. I'm Alexis Preston, and we're the hosts of the Smash Hit podcast. Can I pet your dog, now, Alexis? Yes. We got big news. Uh oh. Since last we did a promo, our dogs have become famous, world famous, world like stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Second big news: mm-hmm. the reviews are in. Mm-hmm. Take yourself to Apple Podcasts. You know what you're going to hear? We're happy. It's true. We're a delight, a great distraction from the world. I like that part a lot. So if that's what you guys are looking for, mm-hmm. you got to check out our show. But what else can they expect? We've got dog tech, dog news, celebrities with their dogs, all dog things. All the dog things. So if that interests you, well, get yourself on over to Maximum Fun every Tuesday. Um, so did you? Okay. So so also this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Mark Breslin, who owns Yuck Yucks, and that's Yuck Yuck Yuck, he's just well, yeah. it should be Jack. called Ick. Okay, all right, Jackie, calm down. We we would like to go to Montreal again. I know, but I'm okay. he doesn't book the comedy no, nest is booked by someone. No, but else. I mean it's it's all okay. Anyway, 
All right. You want to maybe one day work Yuck Yucks. Go. No. no. <laughs> yeah, I do. I want to work do. everywhere. Of course okay. you do. Yeah. So uh, he owns this chain and uh, he's booking Louis CK, right? And so so he, he wrote an op-ed about how he didn't think that and the girls could have left if they wanted to and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and so to one of the uh, one of the women who he jerked off in front of uh, Julia wrote an op-ed saying, you know, kind of no, fuck you. That's not how it went. And <laughs> that's actually not what happened. He was standing in the doorway with his hard dick in his hand and it was a little intimidating. Right. And yeah. and the whole, you know, it's weird because I was kind of doing a joke like right when it happened about how it's. It's. I feel sorry for you, Louis, because it's hard to find porn where you the you're just you know creating you know, fear you're just in looking, somebody. What? Oh no, uh, creating fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like that's a hard topic to find in Pornhub. Right. Is <laughs> is somebody who works for you who's got fear in their eyes, right? So, <laughs> so let's feel sorry for this guy, oh, right? That's He's so fucking dark. Yes, yeah, applaud of, for that. She yeah. she kind of had said that and said that line in her um her op ed too. That's exactly what got him off. And and it's weird. I don't know. There, I, people are going to go through mental gymnastics to figure out why they're going to book Louis, and it's money. And he's a, you know, he's a good comic, right? Or, or you're kind of a douche, and you you kind sure. of want to support that. If that's possible as well, but I, I wish people would stop pretending that's not predatory behavior, and and understand what what really what predators do really well is picking people who won't say anything, right? right? They don't go out. They don't, they don't go after like Teresa from real housewives. Who's going to throw a table over you. Right. They, <laughs> they nice pocket a real housewives. <laughs> yeah. But they find women. And I, I mean, I, I, my swim coach was a predator and he predated upon me and he picked me and he picked the girls that he picked because we worshiped him and we didn't want to anger him and we, bl- we were happy to blame ourselves. Right. And so that's what they do. That's what they're good at. And so if you're a, a woman, cause there's women do this too. Why didn't you just walk out of there? That he picked women who wouldn't do that be, for whatever reason, because they were worried about their career, because they're just frozen. Sometimes people freeze yeah, in those freeze situations, moment, yeah. right? Not everyone is and fucking boys. John Wick all the time. Some people, <laughs> they're like, oh shit, is this, like, you can't believe it's happening. And right. you kind of like just stay still and observe it. And, and then it stays in your brain for the rest of your life. But you know, you don't have to pretend he didn't do it. He admitted he did it. And so if you're going to book him and make money off him, that's what you're doing. But you don't have to don't you don't have to take the the victim's actual true stories and turn them into something they weren't. You know? Right. Right. That that itself is a, a form of harassment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and the the weird thing is, is is it's not like those predators are only taking advantage of women. They're taking advantage of men and boys too. Yeah, so they're they're fucking around with everybody. So if you're a piece of shit, just stop doing it. And uh, I just wish <laughs> that's that's not how they work. They, they... Oh, it turns out they're not listening. They might not be listening. <laughs> yeah, they. I don't think they listen to our podcast. <laughs> Oh, say we uh, we we have the merch out. I was looking at. There's a flaw in the fact that we have that shirt out uh, for Christmas that says "Future Comic of the Week." Right? Um, Because is is week spelled W E A K? No, but future spelled with two O's. Anyway, so uh, (laughs) wow, my Midwestern accent just popped right up hardcore there. O's. Well, it's because uh, you said grain earlier tonight and you've activated the mis- Midwestern <laughs> part of your mind. 100 pounds of grain. Hey, let's do the comic of the week. What yes. do you think? Okay. You got one. Yes. Um, 
Oh, wait, I, I wrote her name really badly. Uh, oh, did you? Is it Jade? Jada Catapretta. It's Jade Catapretta. Yes, Jade, Jade Catapretta. Jade Catapretta, and it's her Twitter is Jade Catapretta. Cata is C-A-T-T-A-P-R-E-T-A, and it's hyphenated in real life on Twitter. It is not. It is Jade Catapretta. She is going to be the new host of The Soup. On E. They're rebooting the soup. Yeah. And they're going to have uh, a woman uh, be uh, the but it did it with the talking. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. So, and uh, and she's a great comic. And Yeah, uh, I don't think I know her, though. I've never met her, but I did watch some of this stuff online. And yeah. that was good. Yeah. So, and it's always cool. It's fun when you see... You're like, you're like, oh, she's great. And you've never heard of her. It's sort of like. It's not fun. It's terrifying. It's is like, it terrifying? wait, this is happening. I thought I was on top of shit. <laughs> this is happening on my watch. How do, <laughs> how do I not know this on person? Your, and the weird thing is, like, I was here last night, a lot of comics hanging out. Yeah. And I was at the New York Comedy Club. The, the two, both of them. Uh, I barely knew any of the comics anywhere granted i didn't recognize joe so i'm an, I'm an asshole <laughs> joe's the sound guy that helped and right and joe i've known like joe for probably 11 times. years yeah and i've met him at least three times we spent a long time in a car together yeah <laughs> hmm? a hard time with faces <laughs> or names or self-absorption i can't tell <laughs> if it's just because i'm a dick could be but anyway jade catapretta is it preta do you think Catapretta, P-R-E-T-A. So. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Okay. If I were her, I'd pronounce it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, part of me is, uh, I'm tired, like I'm, I'm tired of, uh, leaving my son every night. But yeah. then I do a set, I'm like, oh, that would felt good. You know? Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, like he, he, uh, just tried out for this water polo team and they work out from seven to nine, Monday through Friday. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Oh. Wow. That's, uh, that hits me right where, uh, I that's live gonna, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and part of me is like, man, where? Fuck. Especially after I got this email, I was like, fuck this business. I'm just going to be a water polo mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an album. That's enough. All right. I'll just go away. Hint taken. Show business. You yeah. Know. Uh, where where are the re- re- rehearsals? They're not called that. No, they're called uh, <laughs> practices. I said he auditioned for water polo. And, and Andy Ashcraft said, I don't think they're called auditioning. I was like, all right, whatever. But um, uh, where is Pasadena. It? In Pasadena. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it's, a, it's uh, hard to That's get That's far there. away. So what you could do is you could do the ice house or you could do flappers between no. seven and nine. Can't oh, you? Yes, or, right. Yeah. I tried to... Okay, so uh, my... Yeah, I did try it already. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he, he... On his tryout, he went out on Wednesday and I had a set of flappers mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, I, it's still, it's still hard to time everything correctly. And I'd have to get, I couldn't get out there by nine. His dad was out there. I used it as a trial while his, his dad right. was taking care of it. And then the ice house started 20 minutes late. So I was like, Oh fuck, this wouldn't work. So, right. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, m- uh, maybe I could just perform for other parents. Uh, <laughs> <at> the, hey, <laughs> at you the can start house. a room. I, but it, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, where is it? It's, a, what, it's at what, the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. Yeah. So it's a, it's a it, they probably have a sitting room or something like a waiting room kind of yeah. area. Well, they, pardon me. Yes. It'll be like that. Yeah, it'll be like that. Well, then who I doesn't want to perform with chlorine in the air? True, true. It'll quite you a cross country hall. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know, but I, 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 I'm not going to leave comedy. But I was just, kind of, <laughs> I was just kind of upset, very <laughs> upset. I didn't think you were. I didn't think this was going to be the uh, the hill yeah. that you were going to die on. No, uh, I'll die on so. another dumb hill. <laughs> There'll be a completely s- separate hill, se- mm-hmm. separate from whatever's happening. It's um. I uh would no I just I'm looking at the time. Oh, just uh, it's, just nev- to, it's we're guess what we're never done. We're never done. Well, I just <laughs> never making sure that time. we're doing we're doing. Uh, let's do another immediately. We'll do another Max Fun. Okay, there All we right. go. Hey, cool shirt. Oh, this thanks. I got it at maxfunstore.com. Maxfunstore.com. Hmm, that's strange. I visited maxfunstore.com. Maxfunstore.com. A few weeks ago and didn't see it. That's because they've just launched a ton of new stuff. Right in time for the holidays. Oh, cool. There's patches, mugs, totes, stickers, even a onesie. Nice. Those would make great gifts for everyone I know. Great, because I already got you something from there. Thanks. Now, excuse me a moment. I need to look up maxfunstore.com. Maxfunstore.com. On my smartphone. You know, to see what's new. Yeah, you can't go wrong with anything from maxfunstore.com. Maxfunstore.com. That's just when we stop talking for a little bit and they <laughs> they all listen to they the show. They know. Ad. Yeah. Yeah. We don't listen. We don't know. <laughs> and Kyle is the one who picks all the, the the things to plug. Yeah. Yeah. We stopped picking like week three. We're like, we could pick Emily Heller every week as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and so you listen to Baby Geniuses. Anyway. Do you want to move to New York? I don't. Yes. Baby Geniuses is great. Uh, it's don't? interesting. It's I inter- told you you should live here for a year. I know. I told you you should listen to your podcast, uh, to your <laughs> album. Uh, live here for a year. It's It would be impossible with Andy's mom, uh, my, my mother-in-law. Right. And it would be um, expensive because I always take cabs. <laughs> okay. If you guys lived in Harlem, you could probably find a place to park that's not super expensive, and you could drive every night to your spots. That's what I used Can to I do. Can I have your apartment? No. Okay. <laughs> Tried. And uh, I don't want to Don't you uh, want to? I think it's like a... I think every comic think, should live here for at least a year. Do you think that Jim Gaffigan would let me live with his five children? Jackie, stop trying to live with other people. <laughs> You're a grown woman. You have a husband to live with. It's uh, if if this Hampton Inn in Chelsea, I, I would let me live there uh, the whole time. I would. Is that the one I was? Yeah, at? I'm at the same one. It's I like a, the one. So it's you on have 24th. a favorite. That's I nice. do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and and uh, you always, I always get bumped up to a a, a, a suite because yeah. I because I tip they, on the way in. Right. And uh, and so she's like. Uh, the shock when somebody gets, and I don't know how to tip well, because uh, I'm, uh, uh, I mean, was you, raised You don't poor. know how to tip subtly. I don't know how to tip subtly. That yeah. is true. Uh, I, th- I thought it would be a good or bad thing, but you're right. Uh, everyone's psyched to be tipped. Uh, the uh, <laughs> So, but sub- there's no subtlety. I literally hand somebody a 20 going, I read an article <laughs> that says the people at the desk never get tipped. And uh, I'll tell you something. In San Angelo, Texas, they're like twenty bucks. This is gonna last me a week and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna buy beans and rice. Oh my god, your accents tonight! Uh, you are on point. <laughs> I have, um, why I had, am I not on SNL? I anyway. had a, somebody so contacted me that yeah. I didn't know and offered me a night in in uh, uh, Utah. Okay, right, and it was good money and yep. plus air. And I was like, yeah, sure. Saturday night, it all it's all perfect. 
And then uh, week after week went and there was no contract and no confirmation. And I had bought a plane ticket and, uh, and, it was refundable. Um, you like could you Southwest. You're the, so I could, you're the queen of the refundable. But, uh, but I re- and then I ended up canceling because it wasn't. It just didn't. Seem it got like dodgy. It, it got dodgy, and I didn't want to commit to it anymore. And also, just was tired of not knowing if I was going to be out that weekend or right, something. Right, right. Um, and I just realized, like, you could buy me so easily. I don't do any homework. I don't check. If someone says, would you like to come perform for X amount of dollars and it's enough, I say yes. And I immediately buy a plane ticket. And I hope that you're not going to harm me. Right. Don't you, uh, what my first thing is, is where, because uh, I'm, I'm going to do in between Minneapolis and Madison, Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going on the road, right? So uh, Carmen Morales is is going to feature for me, and I'm in Mac- Acme December uh, tw- uh, 10th through the whatever the Saturday is. Yeah, and then I'm in Madison. Uh, I think it's the 19th through the 21st, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Madison, Wisconsin. So there's four Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in between that. And Carmen's like, well, do you want to try to get sets in Milwaukee? And I was like, well, I was going to go to Milwaukee and stare at my dad as he ages. And, um, <laughs> got to look him, got to look at him. He's 84. Oh my God. So, that uh, reminds me. Go ahead. Okay. So she picked up a set on the Sunday and I picked up a set on the Wednesday in Milwaukee. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the guy who's booking is a great guy. There's a new club that's opening, and I'm going to do the soft open on Wednesday. She's just doing sort of a one-nighter oh. in Milwaukee, but in but there's going to be a club called the Laughing Tap because they drink beer in Milwaukee. <laughs> and um, and I'm going to do the Wednesday, but there's no hotel, and it's a soft open. And I said something, and I said, I'll, I'll deny that I ever said this, but let's put it on, uh, on recorded uh, because I'm already there, right? I'm there. I'm seeing mm-hmm. my brother. I'm seeing my dad. And I said, I don't actually need to make any money. And then I said, but I want to. <laughs> so give me some money. I would like enough money for the rental car is what I yeah. said. And um, so I'm going to MC for Carmen on Sunday. And then she's going to MC for me on Wednesday. That's cool. And uh, and so, but I, but when I come back to do the laughing tap when it's a real club after the real open, he knows that I need a hotel. He knows that I need air. And, and, and do you not ask about the hotel right away? Uh, no, it, it was like hotel sort of air and uh, okay. one night. And it, it's. Uh, and did you book it or did your people? Uh, I forwarded it to my people and then it just became this thing that never got resolved. Right on. Guess what? My what? mom. Okay. So my mom. Right. She. I don't know if you guys listen to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I don't they do. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or did yes. you wander in? I'm not sure. Like, I, I'm very worried that people that just came here to see a show are like, what the fuck is happening here? These I did women are talking around. about their flights. <laughs> how, is this, how is this entertainment? I'm with you. Um, but uh, so my mom, uh, she lives with me, and she has a history of buying a, a plane ticket and then falling before the plane, tic- before the plane takes off or getting a clot or some other health problem that I on know purpose. is not her fault, but it feels like it's on purpose because it's <laughs> incredibly coincidental. Um, so she's supposed to leave on uh, Tuesday to go stay with my sister for three weeks and give me three weeks of <laughs> silence and peace. And I, and I need it. We're at each other's throats and 
uh, I'm hiding her medication because I don't want it to. <laughs> I don't want it to keep her alive. And <laughs> you, the thing your sister sent, that text message yeah. from your sister. Oh, like yeah. The first thing she said. So anyway. wait, wait, wait. So, so. I so I, I I come home from work. I, I'm driving home from work on Tuesday, and I'm I'm so happy because I'm gonna be alone in my house. Like it, it that never happens. I'm never alone. It's always just my mom is these giant green eyes, and she just always looks flustered. And just to walk into that energy every fucking day, I want to I want to strangle her little neck. So I'm so happy to just not have to confront that, and. She was there. She missed her flight. And so, and, and my sister didn't book her on the next flight. She booked her the next day. So, uh, so it, it was just an extra 20. But I can't tell you how heartbroken I was that I had to spend another <laughs> night with my... This sounds cruel, but I've met her mother and she's a fucking pill. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I support you. Uh yeah, so as soon I guess my my I sent Jackie a picture a, a <laughs> screenshot. But as soon as she landed, she's my sister was my mom was telling my sister about this uh um pain medication that Glenn Beck recommends. <laughs> my mom and, and my my mom is on a very high dosage of uh the the most uh <laughs> the most yeah, pain the Glenn medication Beck you pain medication isn't going to help. No, right. it's yeah. just going to give Glenn Beck money. Mhm. Which yeah. your mom would also just do. Oh, she does. Uh, she, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I, now I am officially out of topics. Are this, you? Well, I, I feel like we, I, we probably would have got more into the weeds and stuff, but I'm very concerned that the audience is listening to this. And I and I have I have too much empathy for them. Oh shit! There was something did it, there was some some drama with some booking that I was trying to remember, and now I can't remember it. So that's we could take that out too. That'd be yeah, great. There's there's some shit I want to take out of this one. Right. Well, what about um, so you went and saw To Kill a Mockingbird? Who played who played the lead character? Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed yeah, Harris. Was... Seeing Ed Harris do anything. Yeah. How about disrobing? It's him and his giant old body that I would love to see for some reason. Very <laughs> TMI. So sorry. Um, yeah, I wasn't as aroused as I thought I would be. Because <laughs> I love Ed Harris. But I've always loved it. I was so far up. We, we, had, we were pretty high up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, yeah, he looked pretty little uh, on stage. And that's... Did I tell you the theater that I went and saw last week in Los Angeles, California? I saw Christopher Marlowe play, uh, but it was done in Klingon. <laughs> wow. I, I want to go right now. I don't want to be here. Uh, don't storm out. To me, the out. podcast just out. ended. Don't storm out. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, a- Andy had already seen it, and... Uh, he was like, "Will you? Can so, we go and see it again?" So he saw it twice. He saw it twice. Uh, he was. He asked me if I would go, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go wherever. I'll do whatever you want." You, you're the mm-hmm. only female comic who's truly met her soulmate. <laughs> I think Aww. everyone else is faking a little bit. <laughs> um, 
uh, I I wish that to be true. Except for I also wish it for others. How how nice would it's it be? Not, I'm too hard. You it's don't not think that happen. Bonnie McFarland and Rich Voss are soulmates? What? Bonnie. Yes, I do. Actually, they um, I think they are soulmates. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Are we going to go through a list and yes. then I have to change my Jared opinion? Jared Logan and Kara Clank. Those are soulmates. Sure. Okay. And Jackie, uh, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is joy in Mudville. <laughs> I walked uh, past Gramercy Park today uh, to see uh, the only locked fucking thing in L- in uh, New York. Oh the, oh, the park you can't get into yeah, the unless you, you live there? And then right. you're just like, look, it's Edwin Booth. <laughs> look, it's Edwin Booth. Who's Wait, is he? He's the statue. It's, uh, oh, I was, I was it's like. John, it's John Wilkes Booth's yeah, brother. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I was like, is there a modern Booth that's famous? And uh, they were both the famous. They were both famous Shakespearean actors. Yes, uh, I know, Jackie. I've seen that TED Talk. I'm, I'm very aware <laughs> of the Booth brothers. And his, the brother was more famous than John, than John Wilkes. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, and more fam- John Wilkes Booth more famous, but. Um, no longer. He made a name for himself. Right, but uh, Edwin Booth also opened up that arts uh, club that's in Gramercy Park. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what is happening with? You? Pardon me. Oh, you live near. Oh, you live Can in you, Gramercy Park. You have park? keys to the park. Oh my God! Can you bring the entire podcast to the park afterwards? <laughs> Let's all go. Wow. You won't like, be kicked out. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> I'm sure there's... Do you remember that happening with Kinnison? No. It's, uh, yeah, Kinnison... Well, that's because you weren't there. Hi. I'm so sorry. So Sam Kinnison in 1984... Yeah. Uh, took uh, all of the audience that uh, out for like a beer or ice cream or yeah. some fucking thing. It was like a big thing that comics were doing. Paul Poundstone would do that. Right, people were doing it. It was, yeah. they thought, you know why? Because it's funny. Uh, <laughs> you can get 220 people to all walk in. It's like, all right, ice cream on me. And then everyone lines I, up. I, and- I, to me, the crowd control issues. Uh, you're not on a stage anymore. You're just wandering around in a Walmart. I... I I You're d- so I d- good at crowd work, though. I think you could do it. I don't want to do it because I'm done. Here's, I wanted, to, I've always wanted to do an impression of um, Sam Kinison's girlfriend when he's on top of her. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> it's always going to be a desert. <laughs> that is a joke about her not being wet enough. Oh, nice. You took a joke about a famine and made it into a joke about vaginal dryness. Yes. <laughs> I like you know that. what? I'm always writing. <laughs> I like. <laughs> what other impressions have you thought about doing? That's it. I'm kind that of. That was it. It's um, I've never met Paula Poundstone. Have you ever met Paula Poundstone? No, I saw her a lot in San Francisco when I was going to comedy before I started. Yeah. And then she, I don't know, she kind of, she kind of dropped out of clubs. But then I'm like, did she? Do people drop out of clubs after this email that I got? Or do clubs drop out out of of them? Paula, could you just believe in yourself a little bit? Right. uh, You know, I I, I don't know what happens. You know, I think Marsha Warfield is working again a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Marcella Arguello just tweeted to people to go see her show. Yeah. That's great. But but people, uh, I don't know, they mysteriously just disappear from comedy clubs. Is it them or is it comedy clubs or is it some sort of, 
you know, you, you feel like, all right, I get it. I, I get that. I, I can hint taken. I'll, I'll pack my bags and try <laughs> a different uh, career I'm never or leaving. I'm just going to keep uh, emailing Rich Miller for a thousand years <laughs> in the hopes that Rich Miller will one day but book you me just, again. You were just at Cap City That's because it was a, that I only, when, I only work when someone has a minor stroke. <laughs> so there's always, like, somebody's sick. <laughs> Wait, who dropped out of canceled. Cap? Who dropped out of Cap City? I forget. It was, uh, I, I used to know. But okay. it was... Uh, but hey, someone dropped out. Count. It, it still counts. It, well, it counts, except for does it count because they I didn't know. pick me. What they did was they said, "Oh, fine, there's an opening. You can fill it." And then, um, but well, I, I, a girl also, likes to be chosen. Yes, it's true, and you don't get a chance to like do your own sort of trying to get your own people in and stuff like that. Right, right. So if everybody's showing up hoping to see Bill Dirt, Will Durst, you know, right, in France, which is right. in France, which is uh, he had that minor stroke and. Three different comics uh, t- DM'd me to add, to tell me that he had a, a was ill, and that did I want the set? And then I was like, "How is Will Durst? <laughs> yes, I want the set, but how is Will Durst? You're burying the lead, you fuckers." No, but anyway. here's the thing: they also gave you the opportunity to be a good person by letting, like, you could say, "How was Will Durst?" Now, had oh, that's no so one beautiful. Told you, and had you just heard he had a stroke and you were in Paris. How long would it be before your brain went to, I wonder if that spot's available? Instantaneous. Thank you, exactly. (laughs) So you can thank those street comics. So I was talking last night uh, to a gentleman, and uh, and I was saying that uh, because... there were, okay, so there was drama on Twitter a couple of weeks ago with a comic who sounded manic and upset... And really, really upset. Okay. And um, about about uh, uh, society. Okay. Uh, Stand up comedy. It was stand up comedy related and yeah. sort of kind of like Me Too and Harvey Weinstein and all of these things, right? We're and we're it, it all got, we're all on tenterhooks all the time. I feel yeah, like for different like, reasons. Like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. uh so I was like Bless this person. Go. She's passing it around, guys. I'll pass it around. No, it's so, still happening as well. It's she, still happening. Well, yeah, and she's just super upset and she's got right. a plan. You guys don't even maybe know her. But the thing is, is uh it's um but I was like, but there was people like I like the the thread blew up about uh, they were like wow she's kind of lost you know she's she's overreacting is she is she out of her mind is she and I was like is anyone going to call her on the phone and make sure she's not standing on a ledge yeah and uh, and I did call her oh you did yeah oh yeah. nice I called her just to go hey what the hell's happening on Twitter are you right, all right? right and she was like what do you mean and I was like no. <laughs> you have to know that you you're a, a fucking hummingbird. Uh, <laughs> she's had like a thousand pounds of sugar and is and uh, bec- and I was like, "Are you okay?" And she said, "Oh, I am great." And then it was it was fifteen minutes of "I'm great." Okay. And then and then but uh, but last night I was talking to Joe DeRosa downstairs here, yeah. and he said, "You know, I like her so much, but she's super intense." And I was like. Oh, that is the way we all... I mean, we're all super intense sometimes. Sure. But, um, but I thought that it was... Joe DeRosa is sometimes super intense. Sometimes Joe DeRosa is super intense, you guys. I, he, you know what? He had a bit about straws. Oh, man. I'm not even... I'm not going near it. I no, it was okay. It had... Uh, it had. You know what it had? It, mm-hmm. There was something there. Okay. Um, 
one, I, I usually try not to get involved in comedian stupid opinions, but uh, somebody Even your at, own? at the ice house, what? Even your own? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at the ice house, we are talking backstage and somebody had mentioned Alex Jones and how entertaining he thinks he is. And I was like, Ugh. and I said, no, I, I go, he's not, he's not a joke. He's actually a psychopath and he terrorized the Sandy Hook families and they're suing him. And these people had to move after their children were murdered. They had to move because this guy wouldn't stop talking about them and turning his oh. fans onto them. And, and he, and the comic was like, um, <laughs> right. I, I think you apologize for that. I said, it's not enough. <laughs> well, sometimes I just, there's some, there's a lot of boneheaded opinions, uh, held by comics and and I I just care and you can shut them down because you're so good with crowd work I, yeah <laughs> Jackie you say that as it's uh, no it's, it's starting to sound more and more threatening every time you compliment me <laughs> you know I get that Alex Jones guy mixed up with the UFO guy who's the UFO guy that's also Alex Jones oh is it he's he's all of them he's every crazy fucking person in the United States is Alex Jones <laughs> it isn't Joe who drove me around a couple of years is it I get everyone uh, oh my god oh, Jesus anyway so um, but that that is um is he really the because it was an alex guy who was a yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. it's the same guy mm-hmm. yeah because rontowski used to listen to the ufo guy and she thought that he was real i think it a well okay now we're talking about well, UFO I mean, guy? You know, no but karen likes she believes she believes lot. in the paranormal paranormal karen and is her might, handle she might be right she might be right well, i don't, I don't have, know about ghosts or i other, don't have time to think about ghosts right now no i you right know what, what bit that I haven't been uh, that I want to work on? Maybe I'll do it tonight because I have one set later. But um, it's the whole thing about how I don't believe in ghosts and I don't think they believe in me. <laughs> and it's worked out so far for 54 years. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what do you, so would you go home tomorrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you flying out of JFK around eleven o'clock? You want a carpool? What's happening? No, I'm not. I'm flying okay. at four o'clock. Oh, you're are you going to? Are you are you taking Delta? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't take Delta. <laughs> you're I'm flying taking... into Burbank, though. That's right. I'm flying into LAX, yeah. which I understand is a bit of a shit show. If I can do a callback, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a callback. No, uh, I will say this: is that. Um, the the it's an Uber Lyft disaster at LAX right now because they took all of it off site and they changed the track like you know there's like the ones closer to the terminal now it's all buses and stuff and the outside the median outside yeah. medium is people picking each other up mm-hmm. and you can still get dropped off by Lyft and Uber but you cannot get picked up except for off site so comics have been like it's okay you just walk about mm, three quarters of a mile uh, to like a Hyatt oh yeah to the, the Hyatt the- will shut that down soon uh, that, yeah. that reminds me, I had to, because we had to change our time here, I had to bring merch to To Kill a Mockingbird. Because <laughs> I brought a backpack full of, you know, shit. If you guys want to buy shit after the show, we'll be There's there. There's a couple examples down yeah. there. Yeah, we have totes and stuff like that. I And I brought a couple copies of some books I wrote. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I had to bring I had to bring it to the Schubert Theater, and and uh, you know Irish people were stepping over me. Don't sit next to Irish people when there's a bar behind you for intermission. They they kept going back and forth over me and my son, like they, eight of them. 
Like for real Irish people? Yes, or, or yes. Us? No, okay. no, no. Irish from Ireland, not okay. Irish Americans. Yeah. Well, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, don't get in the way. <laughs> Has this been enough of a show? Well, here's. Uh, I, was... I mean, ha- is this interesting? Yes. Okay. They fucking showed up. It's great. But here's um, what I was going to say is so like I have been carrying my the merch around all day long because I went to Barney Greengrass for breakfast. Yeah. Because every time I come to uh, New York, I have to spend $80 uh, on <laughs> breakfast. That's uh, and, Upper uh, West Side, right? Yeah. It's on like Amsterdam and 86th. I oh, think, I used or? to live on Amsterdam and uh, 96th. Well, there you go. That yeah, with fancy. the Russian guy. Oh, that's right. That Russian boyfriend yeah. you had. Uh, that guy was sounded like a real piece of work. Uh, <laughs> and uh, as we become friends, I have I have knowledge of your history. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and then I walked down Amsterdam and I went to something. What's it called, Jenny? Living? Levan? Levan? Oh, the bakery? Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. It, it was a delight. The cookies. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got a, a peanut butter chocolate cookie uh, that I had one bite of because I had just eaten $80 worth of food. <laughs> and I was going to a donut plant <laughs> to meet my other friend for a cup of coffee. And, uh, and I had a donut. So I'm not hungry. <laughs> but we're thinking of going to Joe Shanghai's for, uh, for late night Chinese. Uh, this place has great food. The stand. Yeah, it, this place looks. But you fancier. don't want to eat in a comedy club. You want well, to escape. No, well, not if not if I'm not performing. Right. Um, not you, that wait. this wasn't performing. <laughs> but I mean, again later. What's what, where's your your eleven fifteen? Eleven twenty five at the Fourth Street. Oh, cool. So it's sort of toward Chinatown, isn't it? I don't have a map in my no. head. Nope, this guy not yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, here's the thing. I get no, I get lost in numbered grid streets. In the Upper West Side. It doesn't make any sense. Right. I'm like, in your neighborhood, does the sun come up in the north, the south, <laughs> the east, or the west? Remember that from uh, Newlywed Game? All right. From where? Uh, the Newlywed Game. It no. was a question that they asked Why the newlyweds. Why would I remember a question from the Newlywed Game? Well, because it's in the zeitgeist. Because what? it's... <laughs> what? Some of these people it's in remember. your zeitgeist. There's so many things in your zeitgeist that it are in no one else's zeitgeist. Did you hear? Did you hear that the crown- two five two is my did first you hear example? That this episode, this season of the Crown, isn't going to have anything about the IRA in it. That's disappointing. I knew. I knew it would be to you. Yeah. Thank you. Right, so. um, because the IRA. Uh, <laughs> Well, they they blew up um, Lord Mountbatten, who yeah, yeah. Is, has they, featured prominently in season two, and he was, um, you know, Prince Philip's beloved. Uh, he was a, I think, he was a cousin of Philip, and Prince Charles idolized him, and he and the IRA blew him up, and sadly, a fourteen-year-old boy. I mean, and I guess it's sad that he was blown up. And too, I remember when I remember when it happened. Those, oh, you do? Yeah, because I love the boat. He had a really cool boat. You wait. Sorry, how old were you? It's been an hour. (laughs) Thank you guys for coming. I hope that was okay. I hope it was worth your train ride. We, um... We, we have, like, you know, merch or whatever, and we'll be in the court, the table around the corner. Or if you guys just want pictures or something, that's fine, too. Uh, we'll be around there because uh, uh, I guess everything's sold out here tonight. Um, so thank you for coming to our live podcast. We really appreciate it. You guys are a great crowd. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.